Ladies and gentlemen, oh, it's five minutes past the hour. Five minutes past the top of the hour on the 12th of February, 2019, the Chinese year of the horse bean. We had to do it to them. We're out here. We're partially dressed at least, still bleary-eyed, still wondering what the hell even happened last night? Where did we go? What did we do? Who were we? If I went to sleep somebody, is it possible I could wake up somebody else? Probably not, mate. Bit esoteric for me. Uh, I think it's more likely that you just wake up yourself, but probably a little bit more hungry and needing a boo. I think it's that simple, mate. There's no fucking mystery. There's, uh, you know, there's a lot of secrets, but there are no mysteries in this world. Snips, do you have anything, literally anything to contribute to the dialogue? No. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Coffee and memes. Steady job, a couple extra lobsters. That's all I want. You're getting on, you're pushing 30s, lovey. You know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Oh, I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid, that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy. And that's funny and it's, it's, it's kind of cool and it's interesting and it's edgy and all of that. It, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you. And if you don't play that out, you actually fail. The lobster patriarchy has many of the top memes. Many of the top memes. Many of the top memes. The lobster patriarchy has many of the top memes. And that is so true that it's almost unbelievable. Welcome to Coffee and Memes on Threshold.fm, on YouTube, on Planet Mother Loving Earth. We're here. We're queer. You'll never take our Second Amendment rights. And that's just how we're doing business these days. We're not suffering fools lightly. We're not taking any wooden nickels. We're not letting the bastards grind us down. We ain't taking any guff off these swine. We're doing it our way. It's our way or the hard way. Ha. Our way or the Huawei telephone. Make your decision. If you want the Chinese government listening in on your on your on your, on your sex calls, talking talking dirty to your lady friend on your Huawei. Well, uh, the king of China, he's there, he's listening in, he's taking notes, he's sending them to Bezos. He always gets back to Bezos in the end. <laughs> Bezos. Outrageous. <laughs> he's not happy about the nudes. He's not happy about being blackmailed for nudes. Try and blackmail one of the richest men in the world for nudes. It's going to come back on you. It's not, it's not going to be pretty. Um, I personally would be keen for the Bezos Musk sex tape. That is the sex tape I think we all deserve. Two pasty, <laughs> pasty tech guys just going at it, just getting it done, just slinging dick in the only way they know how. Just body on body, skin on skin, <laughs> chest on chest, just scissoring at times. Deeply, too deeply confused individuals, <laughs> uh, gr- fueled by greed and a desire for power. Just thinking, how much, how much money do we need to raise to get this, get this Mars base built, and move there where we can live unjudged, with um, be free with our love in our libertarian paradise. Just Musk and Bezos. Just going at it. Just getting it done. <laughs> uh, hi, welcome to Coffee and Memes. Uh, I was thinking that things might be a little bit more highbrow than yesterday with all the sick chirps, insanity, but it appears no. Uh, not at all. No chance. Lobsters. Uh, but, you know, I'm doing my best. I'm not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, I am... I'm certainly not a role model, but at least, uh, at least, at the very least, I could be an example of and not to do things. <laughs> um, look, I love you all. Uh, it's great to be here uh, for another day. Uh, I hope you like my Lobster Death Cut t-shirt. These are now here. These are uh, being, some went out yesterday. More will be going out today. Mm, they look fire, fire. It's a nice big print as well. Lovely big print. Uh, very, uh, the, 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 hang beautifully against your body um hiding any discrepancies and really showing off uh, your rippling six-pack abs that i know all the lobster crew both male and female have absolutely rippling six-pack abs i mean look at uh wesley snips look at underneath him he's absolutely jacked 
I mean, he's. I know he's on the steroids. He's on the TRT. He's on the um, uh, the HSBC. He's on um, the IPO. He's on Bitcoin. He's on pingers. Uh, he's on that new hyper strength ketamine that they're warning everyone about at the moment. He he'll take it. He's like the Dan Bilzerian of lobsters. He's just injecting stuff, hanging out with hot chicks, smoking a can of vape. And posting incessantly on Instagram. But, you know, that's the way he's chosen to live his life. And, you know, in <clears throat> that's the, just the advantage of living in a free liberal democracy. And God bless him, you know. And God bless Robin Hood. Right, what have we got today? We have... I'm going to play that original. I might play that original sim bit just every day. But, you know, we'll see how that goes. I've got some L+, Scantia, uh, Dossa and Locust, uh, Cassivia. Uh, mallets constrict gonna play the constrict bit again some other bits uh night shift as well big up night shift i know he's a listener big up to um mind you lang and dread who were listening to the show last night on the way to their rinse fm show i guess just getting some tips and that for radio i, I presume i'd imagine uh, maybe they managed to pick up some lobsters on the way and i don't know how much sex robot news they cover on their uh, on their Rinse FM show. Um, I'll listen and find out. And maybe we can get a percentage going and see how it increases over the years. Uh, what have we got in terms of news? We've got a uh, family party ends in chaos after relative spikes cake with weed. That's a bit of fun, isn't it? Teenager with anti-vax mum gets vaccinated on his 18th birthday. <laughs> Good lad. Um, uh, eating dogs could be made illegal. Damn, no way. Uh, long-term... Long-term ecstasy, linked to um, generally having a good time. Meddling mothers, uh, some Elon Musk news, lots of it. It's the metro, the tech section of the metro, the metro, the tech section of the metro is almost exclusively Musk news. It's it's almost exclusively Elon's boudoir. Elon and and, uh, Bezos' boudoir. Mm, Bezos's boudoir. That could be a new segment of the show where you, we just live stream the secret video feed from different people's Alexas just while they're while they're on the job. God, do recycle a lot of old tut, don't I? Uh, today is apparently the top day of the year to get dumped. So look out, people. This is the pre-Valentine's Day cull, I guess. Can't think of something to do. Can't can't be bothered to buy them a present. Don't love them anyway. Get rid of them. Makes sense, doesn't it? Uh, Weatherspoon's pub brawl doesn't phase elderly woman determined to get determined to get a drink. She's a bad motherfucker. We'll get we'll get uh, for one of a better term. Get into her in a minute. Two day hangovers are a real thing, says science. So that's good news. Not a, not if you've got a two day hangover. And um, NASA spotted something vast and smelly gathering around Uranus. Thanks for that, Jasper Hamill. That's got 17 chairs, so that's a bit of fun, isn't it? Okay, look, let's get into some of these shoe throwers, I reckon. Let's play this new constrict bit. He's a good boy. Look, don't know what's going on in the chair, but I tell you now, I'm not wearing a wire, and I am not old Bill, okay? No way. I have to answer, don't I? Otherwise, it's entrapment. I am not old Bill.
Sorry. Good news for you Android nerds. You dweebs. <laughs> the Android app is getting an update and it should be ready by the end of the week. You Android poindexters. You green message sending freaks. No, I love you, I'm only joking. Or am I? But where is the lie? suggesting the high ranking court the twisted court of judge rankin the sordid kangaroo court of judge rankin hey that's not a bad idea actually try and do one that wasn't too much of a rip-off of the Twisted Court of Judge Nutmeg from uh, Big Reese Big Night Owl. Worth a try. Just need a wig, a cape, gavel. Probably some booze. It would undoubtedly be a kangaroo court. I just had to look that up. An unofficial court held by a group of people in order to try someone regarded, especially without good evidence, as guilty of a crime or misdemeanour. That sounds like exactly what the court of Judge Rankin would be like. We could try Jasper Hamill. We could try Smithers. We could try all the Metro journalists. Be fine. We could put sick chaps on trial. God knows they need to. Um, right, look, guys, hey, listen, yeah, let's get into the news. It's bloody third of the way through the show. <clears throat> Lobsters. Family party ends in chaos after relative spikes cake with weed. Be careful. People die of weed all the time, all right? Okay, good. Right, before we get stuck into the... Oh, here we go. Um, bloody Tom Wood, the Lab Bible, uh, says, uh, so are we going to do the preamble or try and get straight into it? Oh, all right, let's do the preamble. Right, okay. Right, before we get stuck into this story, it's never cool to drug your mates. Hmm, Debatable. In fact, it's never cool to drug anyone. You know why? Because sometimes 80-year-old women end up in hospital hospital because you thought it was funny to sprinkle a load of pot on top of a cake. Well, yep, that is is the thing. Let me explain. An Australian prankster... Oh, mate... An Australian prankster thought that he would have a bit of a laugh by spiking a cake at a family birthday party with the marijuana. Sure, sure, there might be some parties where that would be funny, but when loads of guests of the party end up whiteying out, vomiting uncontrollably, and being taken to hospital for an overdose, an overdose of the herb? Damn! Too much much heat in one package. Something's up with that. Um, The event took place last weekend and was recounted by Aussie radio station 3AW by one of the guests, Sheila. Well, right, yeah, okay, which isn't her real name, but it did happen in Australia. Uh, Was one of the people who ended up needing medical attention, pussy. Uh, She said, Oh, mate, everyone was having a lovely time. The cake was passed around, a dessert with fruit and cream on it, and some nice chocolate chunks sprinkled all over the fucking top, mate. Turns out the chocolate chunks contained the marriage of fucking water, though, mate. It was absolutely riddled with the chronic. You wouldn't believe, mate. Oh, he's an absolute fucking sexual terrorist, mate. You can tell by the look on his face. He's a disgrace. Uh, Sheila, who's in her 50s, said that the culprit assumed that the addition of a load of weed to the chocolate birthday cake would liven up the family party, and it certainly did that. She continued, uh, the effect was not immediate, uh, which I know is the case with edibles. Right, okay, so you, you've hotted up on your knowledge, have you, Sheila, if that is your real name, which obviously it isn't. 
Apparently, I'm allergic to cannabis or whatever uh, or whatever it was in that very high dose. Oh, no, hold on. I've missed a bit. Within an hour, I was experiencing throat swelling and dizziness. And within three hours, myself and four other family members were hospitalized with overdose. Are you, are you out there overdosing on the herb? Were you the first ever? Apparently, I'm allergic to cannabis or whatever it was in a, at that very high dose. Jeez, that must have been scary. It can be bad enough when you know that you have eaten it. Or so I have heard. All right, Tom Wood. Lad. So Sheila was rushed to hospital and treated for anaphylactic shock. Damn. That's rough, isn't it? Um, Yeah, that would be an allergic reaction, I guess. Don't blame the herb. Uh, among the other people taken to hospital were Sheila's parents, who were both in their 80s. Sheila added, one was vomiting, the other had an extremely high heart rate. Hoo-wee, they were going to the fucking moon. <laughs> um, they, wanted to, they wanted to climb on board Bezos and Musk's big old spaceship and fly out of the solar system. We were all terrified because we didn't know for some hours what was going on. People were passing out. The hospital staff would have been frustrated because, they, uh, because we were all talking nonsense. Everyone who was at the event were calling each uh, calling one another, and we didn't really know what was going on, as we were high as a kite. Eventually, the prankster outed himself and explained what he'd done. Everyone was fine in the end, uh, although Sheila and her husband were forced to take several days off work. The police weren't involved, and the prankster was dealt with separately by the family. He was hung. Oh, Jesus. No, not really. Uh, separately by the family, which, when you think about it, is probably a worse punishment. Don't know, man. I reckon getting slung in jail would be pretty rough. Uh, which brings us back to the first point. Don't drug people, guys. Seriously, don't. All right, Tom Wood. Pfft. Self-appointed arbiter of fun. <laughs> Tom Wood. Lab Bible. Pfft. Ridiculous. Anyway, look, should we get into this uh, anti-vaxxer? Teenager with anti-vax mum gets vaccinated on his 18th birthday. Absolute lad. An American teenager whose mum was opposed to vaccinations has celebrated his 18th birthday. I'm surprised he got that far. Um, by getting vaccinated against a whole load of diseases. Ethan Lindenberger from Ohio has never been vaccinated because of his mum's belief, even though his brothers and sisters all had their jabs. Uh, uh, Jill Wheeler, Ethan's mum, Coulter sort of, doctor I guess, um, Ethan's mum never allowed for Ethan to be inoculated against illnesses like uh, hepatitis, measles, rubella and mumps. Uh, so now that he's old enough to make his own decision, he went down to the doctors to get himself jabbed. Uh, it's not what you'd usually associate with your 18th birthday, but whatever. Explaining his story to NPR's Weekend Edition, Ethan said his mum doesn't believe in vaccinations because she has seen information on the internet that has linked it to autism and brain damage. Fucking morons! The uh, autism uh, thing was written by a guy who was basically paid a load of money to do it. And uh, he ended up recounting the whole thing. So he f- so said that he falsified the data and retracted the study. Yet, for some reason, still, it goes on that people believe, even though he took it back and said, no, obviously it doesn't cause autism. I made it up for cash. Retract the study. People still still cite it and still say, oh, yeah, no, you shouldn't, you shouldn't, do, you shouldn't do the vaccination, kids. It's un-fucking-believably irresponsible. Like, your kid might have a perfectly fine immune system, but there are going to be other kids which have, to have com- compromised immune systems, and your little scummy little bastard kid, unvaccinated, is going to pass shit onto them, and they're not able to handle it. <sighs> Don't let your kids play with un- unvaccinated kids. I'm probably going to get shit in the comments for this, but you can all piss off. Anyway. Um, oh, and quite a few people believe the government is trying to control people's minds. Okie dokie. <laughs> Look into it. Uh, Ethan was moved to get himself protected by the public health emergency uh, when a public health emergency was declared in Washington State following a measles outbreak. Yeah, measles and uh, polio and stuff are back on the rise, uh, particularly in California, thanks to uh, anti-vaxxers. So that's a bit fun. Do you know who else doesn't vaccinate their kids? The Taliban. They refuse to let outside vaccinations come in uh, to vaccinate children, and so it is still a massive issue. Uh, in that part of the world. Nice one, guys. A load of kids, including Ethan, went to went to Reddit to ask how they could get themselves vaccinated. Ethan's post said, My parents think vac- vaccines are some kind of government scheme. It's stupid, and I've had countless arguments over the topic. But because their beliefs, uh, because of their beliefs, I've never been vaccinated for anything. God knows how I'm still alive. 
<laughs> he's just dropping absolute flame on his parents. Um, but I'm a senior in high school now with a car and a license and money, money of my own. I'd assume that I can get them on my own. Uh, but I've never had a conversation with anyone about the subject. So I'm afraid to go somewhere that char- charges vaccines way more than somewhere just down the street. Uh, any advice would be awesome. I'm going to get vaccinated, but it's more of a matter of where to get the vaccine, where to get the vaccines. Um, wow, there's people protesting it. Separate pharma and state. Oh, because there was a bill in uh, being passed, trying to be passed in America, where it was demanding that it was going to be law to vaccinate your kids. And there are people with signs that say vaccine mandates are unconstitutional. Hashtag don't tread on me. <sighs> crazy world out there it's a crazy world measles mumps and rubella back on the rise because of anti-vaxxers um rickets back on the rise because of people trying to uh feed their babies only a vegan diet it's wild times out there man it's wild wild times anyway uh let's have l plus in the chat I also got mumps when I was 21 it was absolutely horrendous yeah getting mumps as a man there is potential that your balls can get it not just your throat luckily I didn't but man woo wee awful
I saw a meme where it's like anti-vaxxer mums be like, look, if my child dies, then that's just my opinion, okay? That's Bounty by L Plus. That's a nice bit. Hi, Shaw. Yeah, Bounty by L Plus. I think it's on Technique. It is on Technique. Anyway, eating dog could be made illegal in the UK with new Brexit bill. Right, I didn't know that eating dog is actually technically legal in the UK. Um, And yeah, it is. Eating dogs will be banned in the UK. Boo! <laughs> if 15 Conservative backbenchers are successful with proposed changes to the Brexit Agriculture Bill. Uh, it is currently legal to humanely kill and eat your own dog in the UK. I think it should be legal to humanely kill and eat other people's dogs. <laughs> that put the cat amongst pigeons, wouldn't it? Uh, just in the park, a dog comes, someone else's dog comes up to you. You've just got one of those like humane cattle killers that they use with the big bolt thing, like matey in No Country for Old Men's guy. Like, oh, hello. Hey, little one. Hey, <laughs> just, they just look round to see you just feasting on its hind legs. Like, Perfectly legal. Oh, it's a bit... It's a bit Mm, bit chewy, perfectly legal. <laughs> oh, God, no, don't eat dogs. Uh, it's currently legal to humanely kill and eat your own dog in the UK. Who who knew? Proposals to change uh, the current laws. Uh, hey, look, I can put this up on the uh, uh, thing. Look, I've made a special uh, bit. Now, look, I'm down in the bottom. Got this on the old uh, doodad. Uh, let's see how it goes. Um. Proposals to change current laws come after the U.S. Congress outlawed the eating of dog and cat meat in the U.S. in 2018. It also suggested the change in the U.K. law would serve as an example to countries in the Far East where consuming dog and cat meat is not only legal, uh, but also a popular activity. Places like China, Philippines, Indonesia, Thailand, Laos, Vietnam, Cambodia. It's estimated 30 million dogs a year killed for their meat. That's a lot of poor doggos. Uh, the MP for Clacton, uh, Giles Watling, told the son, Sim- How are we? It's simply not right to eat companion animals in that lake. How are we? Uh, there's also some incredibly cruel practices relating to eating dogs around the world, so such as belief that the animals taste better when they die when they're stressed. Oh, that's grim. Um, we want to lead by example alongside countries like the United States, Germany and Austria who have already implemented bans. Not lag behind them. I hope the government will listen. Be an odd one for the government to not put that through, wouldn't it? Like, you'd think that would just be a sort of open and shut case, really. Like, you you don't have to get the whip to, like, go around and con- convince everybody, like, threaten them with nudes to get, get this through. It would just be like, a, hey, we should make eating dogs illegal. All right, cool. Add that one to the list. You'd, I don't know. I think you would expect that. Like, hmm, I don't know. What about, uh, will this, um, uh, are we, is there, will there be a cultural sensitivity issue? Um, I don't know. Um, the Tory MP is leading a bid along, uh, with backing from two former ministers, uh, Sir Robert Sims and Tracy Crouch, uh, of the former London mayor candidate, Zach Goldsmith. Some opposition MPs. So, uh, such as the Wokingham MP and Shadow Environmental Secretary, Sue Heyman, have shown interest in the bill's changes. Uh, and Heyman even held meetings with some campaign groups recently. Clacton's uh, proposed changes would prohibit the human consumption, transport and possession of cat and dog meat. Uh, would make the act punishable with a sentence of up to six months in prison. Oh, that tasty, tasty, illicit dog meat. Mm. Uh, in, in August 2018, the World Doggo Alliance launched a campaign to put stop to the consumption of dog meat in the UK. F- uh, Foreign Office Minister Sir Alan Duncan has uh, frequently been cited as a supporter of the campaign and has called the act of eating dog meat a disgusting habit. <laughs> sort of like referring to it like smoking or something. Oh, it's a terrible habit and... I know I should give up, and believe me, I'm wearing I'm wearing patches, and um, I just I, I tried the dog meat vape, but it, it just is not quite the same. 
Oh, my wife is desperate for me to give up eating dog meat, and I know it's 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 a guilty pleasure. It's a disgusting habit. I know. I I really I must, but uh, I guess times change, don't they? I don't want to be stuck in the past. Uh, the campaign is also backed by the UK Kennel Club. Um, like, name me a, a UK dog organisation of any kind that's not going to be behind it. Like, who? L- literally, is there going to be anyone in the UK not behind it? I think, like, you know, that the vegans and the carnivores can bond together, at least on this. <laughs> and we fully understand the impact that animal, the UK animal welfare laws can have on other countries, which is why we strongly support the World Dog Alliance's campaign to make it illegal for humans to eat doggo meat in the UK. The dogs are our beloved companions. They're not thick as shit like sheep. Sheep deserve to be eaten. Sheep are absolute morons. I'd, <laughs> I'd eat a live sheep if I could. Uh, maybe we should change the law that if you can catch it with your hands, you can eat it while it's alive. Well, it's an interesting proposal. It's certainly worth a discussion, isn't it? Thankfully, there have been no cases in the UK, uh, but that should not stop us changing the law to help protect them from unnecessary harm in countries where it's app- where it's appalling practice takes place. Well, yeah, fine, fine by me. I, I would I would sign a change.org petition for it. You would think that that wouldn't really be necessary. Twenty one thousand shares on that. Not bad, Rachel Grealish. You're you're a rising star of the lad Bible. I'm impressed with your work. I think uh, you know. I think you, you're going to go far in this game. Uh, before you know it, you'll be writing articles about what not to put in your vagina, or um, whether or not it's okay to eat lush bath bombs, or um, badly parked cars. It's a new popular one of the lab Bible. Just pictures of badly parked cars. Porsche driver defends uh, right to park in two spaces because cars more expensive. Cool. 13 shares. Right, uh, what else have we got? Oh, yeah, this is a bit of fun. Uh, Long-term ecstasy use linked to greater levels of empathy. How about that? That's a bit of fun, isn't it? Uh, Smithers, my, my boy Smithers. Oh, Dominic, oh, Dominic Smithers, I love you. One day we will walk hand in hand along the beach at midnight. And then we'll fall into the sand and bum each other consensually for an hour or three. Oh, Smithers. Yeah. Uh, right. Uh, let's just get this out of the way. First of all, drugs are bad, okay, and should be avoided. Well, it's not really for you to say, is it, Dominic Smithers? Self-appointed arbiter of whether or not drugs are good or bad. Um, it's not... Are we going to go there? Is this is this what we're going to do? Um, no. Uh, however, according to a new study, long-term use of the party drug ecstasy can be linked to higher levels of uh, higher levels of empathy. God, there's some big old bits of MDMA there. Wow, Jesus! Look at those horse bean-sized nuggets of bloody gurna, of pure unadulterated gurney fun. Oh, that actually makes me feel a bit sick. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, imagine mistaking that for sugar and putting it in your tea. Oh, yikes. Look at the scale of those bad boys. Wow. Um, yeah, okay. Let's get into it. Scientists um, scientists analysed the levels of empathy in 25 people who took a multitude of substances, including ecstasy, 19 who used multiple drugs, including ecstasy. Right, that's surely the same thing there. 25 people who took a multitude of substances, including ecstasy. 19 people who used multiple drugs. Oh, excluding ecstasy. Oh, that's my fault, that one. Sorry, guys. And 23 people who only drank alcohol. Other drugs involved in the study were cocaine, cannabis, and the ketamine, the regretamine. Ugh, the not again uh, Those who took ecstasy said they felt much more empathetic and were more effective at identifying emotions being displayed by other people during a computerised task than those who didn't. It's not a very big sample size. I'd like to see that. Oh, excellent. The woman who carried it out is called Molly. That's a bit fun, isn't it? Um, Molly Carlisle of the University of Exeter um, was the lead author of the paper, Greater Empathy in MDMA Users, which has been published in the Journal of Psychopharmacology. She said... We recruited long-term um, but mild users in order to reflect dose that may be used for medical purposes. It's been suggested that MDMA combined with therapy might be an effective treatment for psychological trauma and alcoholism. It's previously been suggested that MDMA may cause heightened social distress. 
heightened social distress. Um, I've talked to them about this loads, but they're having amazingly effective trials. Well, they're using MDMA with incredible effect uh, in places like Mexico, where it's a lot easier to be able to do this sort of thing without government interference uh, for PTSD sufferers, whereby they're like they're not just giving them beans and say go and have a good time. They're giving them like a small amount of MDMA, uh, which sort of opens the mind up and makes you more uh, gives you a better ability to accept things and to you know go into a deeper emotional state. And then they have a very uh, specific kind of therapy. And they do it four times, I believe. I could be wrong. But I believe there's like four sessions that you do over the course of like a week or something. And they're having like unbelievable rates of success at almost completely curing people's PTSD symptoms. So amazing for obviously like people who've been in, well, people who have suffered trauma of any kind. Um, It's a shame that the government gets in the way of things like this because, I mean aside from obviously the enormous amount of help that it would give to sufferers, think of the enormous amount of money the healthcare system would save on, you know, how like how much is it costing America every year in treating war veterans with PTSD? An enormous amount of money. You would think that you would be able to appeal to the government's greed by saying, hey, you could save trillion a year, um, you know, with this new MDMA therapy. Uh Pretty cool, no? No, drugs are bad. No, we're the drugs. No, don't do it. No, not allowed to take the druggy rush. Drugs are evil in my druggy rush. Uh. Anyway, that's my impression of the American government. Uh, I've, actually, that was... No, I know about the drugs. I know all about drugs. No one knows more about drugs than me. I've I've not never taken any drugs or known anyone that's taken drugs, but I know about the drugs. Drugs are bad. They are a scourge on the society and the ha- hamburgers, graffiti. Anyway, our findings indicate that this isn't the ca- isn't the case in our study. MDMA users were better able to understand the emotions of others and have better emotional empathy than people using other drugs, and on a similar level uh, to those who only drink alcohol. As well as taking part in the computerised study, all 67 participants had to fill out a questionnaire about their own empathy in order for scientists to measure both cognitive and emotional empathy. Uh, According to reports, the study's finding contradicted previous research that had pointed to ecstasy uh, users demonstrating higher levels of distress. That seems very un. Yeah, unlikely. Professor Celia Morgan, a senior author of the research, did say, however, the research was not conclusive that MDMA was the cause of greater levels of empathy. She said, Our study suggests that mild MDMA use is not associated with any problems in how we function socially. Instead, it seems to make people better at empathy when compared to drug users who don't use MDMA. So maybe you'll give up a little bit of the cocaine, and maybe you'll put in the occasional pinger. No, that's all I'm saying. Uh, with a suggestion of better empathy compared to alcohol users, um, we can't say whether differences in empathy are due to taking MDMA. There's a bit of a correlation over causation, isn't it? Or whether there were already differences in people who use MDMA and those who don't before they started taking the drug. No, there you go. I want to see a lifetime trial. Let's get some. Let's get some drug-free eighteen-year-olds. Give them. Give them the empathy test. And it's full and full of dingers. Yeah? Double blind placebo controlled trial. And uh, I don't know, come back 20 years, see how they're doing. Don't know. Could do. Bit of fun, isn't it? Uh, be a nice one to get funding for. But importantly, this study suggests that MDMA may be used safely as a treatment without side effects on these crucial social processes. Uh, well, that seems all right by me. Uh, let's get into the tunes. Um, right, what else have we got here? We've got another few nice bits. Uh, let's have this uh, head state by Grey Code. It's on Metalheads. It's very Metalheadsy, which is totally fine.
Oh dear, there's a red meat causes cancer debate going on in the chat. So funny. It gives you cancer with a risk factor that is actually below what most public, uh, most study publications refuse to publish because it's unethical to publish data that low because it could just be noise. But yeah, sure, red meat gives you cancer. Look into it. It's a lovely bit. That's Head State by Grey Code. It's on the Reprieve EP on Metalheads. Oh! Very, very nice. Right, police looking for meddling mother who won't stop asking women to date her son. Uh, is there a crime? Where's the crime? Why are the police looking for her? What's going on? With Valentine's Day looming on the calendar this week, one proactive mum has been relentlessly trying to find her son a date. Uh, the unidentified mother has been so persistent that police at uh, Towson University in Maryland have warned female students about her behaviour. Oh, mum, stop it. Mum, you're embarrassing me. Oh, mum, I'm gay. Please, mum, stop. Uh, campus police recently released an incident advisory asking for the community's help to identify the woman who they say has scoured the library looking for a date for her son. Why is it you looking for a uh, looking for a well-behaved girl that's studying a bookworm? You know, one looking to you know increase, one looking to get good grades, a nice job, start a lovely family, settle down with your poor. Virginal son. <laughs> the mother is described as in her 50s and was spotted approaching students in two campus buildings last week. According to the university police, she has showed multiple women a picture of her son on her cell phone and asked them if they would consider dating him. Oh, mum! <laughs> university police chief Charles Herring uh, said her behavior, uh, reported her behaviour and said it may cause concern. Uh, where is she? Uh, there she is. God bless her. She's just doing her best. She is. She's just. She's got her son's best interests in mind. Um, do do do. Where is she? As a story, <laughs> according to authorities, the woman is not wanted for a criminal investigation. <laughs> they, but they would just like to locate us so they can ask her to stop. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, as the story of this matchmaking mother has been shared online, people have begun to express their deepest sympathies towards her son. Oh. Uh, police stepped in to prevent the boy dying of embarrassment one Facebook user wrote yeah if I was shopping for a guy I'd definitely run towards someone whose mum had to look for their dates uh, and would probably attend all of them poor guy wrote another well that is excellent reporting there uh, Jacob Genus of the Metro you've done a fine job and you will truly be rewarded in the afterlife for it alright what's Elon Musk going on about Big Elon, uh, the Muskster, the Musk man, uh, the Musk rat. Uh, Elon Musk reckons tickets for a trip to Mars uh, could be below $100,000. Uh, 70, 77,000 pounds or 28 
million Australian dollars. Uh, according to visionary billionaire Elon Musk, tickets for a trip to Mars uh, could eventually uh, come in below $100,000. Uh, in future, uh, you'll be able to sell your house for a flight to the red planet uh, with a few bob left to splash out in a snazzy spacesuit. Oh, lovely stuff. And don't worry about affording the return trip uh, because Elon says it'll be free. Wow. And you may as you may probably die on impact. So, you know, what's not to like? Yeah, wow. What are the estimated costs for tickets to Moon slash Mars accounting for reusability? Uh, Elon says, very dependent on volume, but I'm confident moving to Mars, return ticket is free, will one day cost less than 500 grand and maybe even below 100 grand. Low enough that most people in advanced economies could sell their home and move, uh, move to Mars if they want. Why not? Maybe you'd even get to film your own sex tape with Elon. That, if that's part of the package, count me in. Uh, I'll raise the money on GoFundMe. Come on, let's give the people what they want. Uh, Musk's company SpaceX is aggressively pursuing the goal of putting humans on Mars. Um, it has developed the Starship rocket that will form the basis of missions uh, to our past uh, to our neighbouring planet. Uh, the plan is to ship out parts of the planet uh, that are then assembled uh, into some kind of habitat for robots, ready for the first human settlers to arrive there. Last year, Musk shared an artist's impression of the SpaceX Mars base Alpha on Twitter in response to the question when it might be constructed. Musk tweeted, probably 2028 for a base to be built. Nice. Well, crack on, mate. In the early years, human civilization on Mars would be pretty basic. Uh, Musk told a crowd at South by Southwest that pioneers would have just a base to create propellant, a power station, blast domes in which to grow crops. All the sort of fundamentals without which you could not survive. Uh, would you sell your home and move to Mars? Uh, yes. Good fun. Uh, yes, cool. All right, well, 59% are in. Why not? Because then we get some of these, uh, we get some of those intergalactic space pengers on the go. We'll have a fucking party up there. Good bloody times. Right, look, come on, we're at the end of the show now. Let's have this Dossa and Locust uh, bit. It's called Come and Feet. Come on, Feet. Get a move on. Uh, yeah. Let's see how the vegan chat's hotted up.
if anyone actually is interested in the debate about red meat and colorectal cancer, uh, I'm going to post a link in the chat. Uh, if you have the patience to sit through a half an hour talk with a breakdown of all the studies that the World Health Organization used to condemn red meat, uh, you can watch it. It's some of the most flimsy data you could ever imagine. Uh, but if you're the sort of person who gets the news and nutritional science information from headlines, then maybe a half an hour breakdown of studies is not for you. That is a lovely bit of gear, though. That's Come On Feet by Dossa and Locust. Lock, lock, locust. Locust. Yeah, that'd be fine. Hey, listen, look, it's the end of the show. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. Um, there was some talk yesterday in the Lobster Crew Facebook group about how I was considering uh, reducing the number of shows a week because I want to make more pre pre-prepared content, video content and that sort of stuff for the shows. Um, but it's it's the just the time, really the time, and obviously having to earn a living at the same time. Uh, but I think I've decided that I am just going to keep doing this every morning and just do my best, just work harder. Basically, I think is uh, <laughs> as a good old good old fashioned evil capitalist, I'm just simply going to work harder and uh, try and try and fit everything in. Basically, and if I have to take the occasional day off to do some freelancing, so be it. But until then, I'll be here every morning at 10 a.m. with that coffee down there, these memes in here, this lobster, and uh, this undeserved sense of entitlement, Uh, this smug, (laughs) the smug centrist look over the world, uh, a holier-than-now attitude, um, endless confirmation bias, and um, an unnerving unnerving, uh, sense of one's own self i don't know look guys i'm just out here doing my best i'll I'll do what i can try not to try try not to flavor anything with an agenda other than the the following things are bad commies nazis and i don't know other stuff probably and lab bible journalists anyway look the vip list is as follow these are a fine bunch of humans that are supporting the show on patreon uh, for ten dollars a month or more and they are very much allowing me to do this every morning. If you want to join the Patreon for ten dollars a month or more, I will read your name out as part of this list at the end of every single show, uh, giving you the recognition you deserve as a fine, upstanding member of the Lobster VIP list. That's Oliver Hooper, Nicholas Gonclaus, Tom Ryan, Reese Mosson, Squidgy Beats, Parsons, Paulie Hutton, Kieran R, Michael Kaziski, Matthew Tompkins, Dave Long, Joel Potter, Cole Murphy, Sam Howard, Tony J, Richard Patterson, Jack Murphy, Tom Cam, Stephen Harris, Matthew Bollard, Zara Pickle, Jerome Van Thunderbart, Mike Pye, Anthony Walker, Lily Unsub, Richard Franks, Thomas Hall, Chode Ryder, Andrew Heischelbeck, John Finnison, the BDR Crew, Peter Blatchford, Austin Grief Cooper, Gennady Lightfield, Ryan Glazer, James Parry, Dave Thompson, Hendo Bartendo, Lady Squiffington, Liam the Menace Underwood, Dan Fucking Morris, a guy with no STDs, Justin Mercer, Ames MC, Josh Williams, and Rob Humphreys. A fine bunch of folk. If you want to support on Patreon, you can go to threshold.fm slash support the station. There is a link in the YouTube video description, or if you go to patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, search for Threshold or Threshold FM, you'll find it. You'll find it. You'll see it there. And you can click on it. Look, you can support from $1 a month uh, and you will just be a wonderful human and help tick things along. You, if you support above $10 a month, you get your name on the VIP list. Uh, above $25 a month, you get a... I write you a thank you letter. That's true. I send it to you by message. Uh, you get 25% off merch. And then there are some higher ones which involve uh, me and you chatting for an hour a month on Skype about your life. I could help you with your production. I could help you with, I don't know, music industry stuff. Do my best to help you out with whatever you need. There's stuff in there. Uh, Listen, guys, I love doing the show, and I love you all very much. And one day we will uh, 
embrace. We will have a passionate embrace. Um, we may snog. That's up to you. Uh, I guess it's up. To, uh, I'm not saying I definitely would. So you know, we'll discuss it at the time. Um, yeah, that's that's all I want in this world. Just just more love, man. Just more love and peace and understanding, and more lobsters and more pingers. Uh, right. I will see you tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. for more coffee and memes. I love you. Goodbye.